Welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And I am your host, Conrad Cushman, and we are here to review NXT TakeOver Chicago 2. Alright guys, the opener to the show was for the NXT Tag Team Championships as the Undisputed Era took on Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. And guys, this match was complete fire. I do have to admit that the crowd was on fire for the Undisputed Era. These guys have something that the people want to see. The Undisputed Era did an incredible job, though, getting the crowd to go back with Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. And that's also great credit to those guys. Um, it's an incredible, hard-hitting match. There are some crazy spots in it, and there's only one crazy spot that I'm going to talk about. Everything else I want you guys to go back and watch and see for yourselves. But when I look at this match, the one crazy spot for sure is Oni Lorcan getting pushed off the top rope and doing basically a bump with that looked like a back body drop onto the apron from the top rope. That is crazy. Not necessary, guys, to do that, but very entertaining at the same time. Uh, this match was excellent, and the winners of the match were the Undisputed Era. Very good match. Have to give this match a solid B rating. So, good match, guys. Let's see if the rest of the show keeps up with this. The next matchup for this review, guys, was the Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. This was an amazing match. In the beginning of the match, I thought it was going to be a victim of match placement, but it actually turned out to be a very awesome match. The Velveteen Dream and Ricochet delivered at least to what I expected them to. And I definitely think that both guys came out looking better because of this. I'm interested to see what happens with them going forward. Um, very good match. Lots of great spots in it. The match ended with a 6.30 on the Velveteen Dream's back, and Ricochet did pick up the victory, but there was a little exchange afterwards with um, looks, basically, between the two that made you wonder what's next for both of these guys. An excellent match. I definitely saw them trying to compete with some of the matches from the New Japan show, from uh, the Dominion show. Good work by NXT's brand here, and these two are definitely future stars and main eventers for the NXT brand if you needed them to be. Good work by both. The grade for this match I'm going to give it is a B plus. At first, I thought it was going to go in the C range, but Ricochet and Velveteen Dream saved the day, and they definitely picked up the pace towards the end of the match. So good job to both of those guys, and we'll see you for the next match. I forgot to mention, too, that in... The previous match with Velveteen Dream, he did come out dressed up like Hulk Hogan. And it's definitely something worth checking out if you wanted to see the entrance. And I definitely think that WWE is trying to position Hulk Hogan in coming back. So we'll see where it goes from here. The next match was Nikki Cross challenging Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. The story of the match was basically... Nikki Cross likes pain, and how is Shayna Baszler going to be able to overcome that and retain her championship? It was an okay match, kind of fell flat to me. Um, the ending basically was Nikki Cross going for a crucifix, and Shayna Baszler slipped out and got behind her, ended up putting her in her chokehold. And while she was in the chokehold, Nikki Cross winds up smiling to the crowd. 
and basically looking like this isn't bothering me, this isn't hurting me, and she winds up passing out from the chokehold. Uh, it tried to keep both ladies looking strong, but Shayna Baszler winds up being the winner in this one. Overall, decent match. Not too much bad to say, but not a lot of good either. It was a storytelling kind of match. Uh, I'd be interested to hear what you guys think of it. Uh, the grade I'm giving this match is going to be a C. Not not too impressive, but also it doesn't mean it's the end of the world either. After the match, we did see Keith Lee appear on camera in the crowd. If you have not seen his work from Evolve, you definitely have to check out Keith Lee. He was also in um, PWG a few times. Highly recommend it. But we're going to move on to the next match, which will be Aleister Black versus Lars Sullivan for the NXT Championship. Alright guys, we get to the NXT Championship match. Lars Sullivan versus Aleister Black. Overall, the match was pretty good. Lars Sullivan definitely exceeded my expectations for this match. And Aleister Black did what he normally does. Puts on a good show. So, decent match for the most part. There's some things in here though that hurt it as well. And we'll talk about them. Um... Lars Sullivan definitely, I feel, needs a new finisher. Something that's a little bit more impactful for him. I thought him doing the uh, pop-up slammed, uh, pop-up shoulder slams were great. Like, he was slamming guys down from his shoulder, and that looked more impressive than him doing the freak accident. That's just my opinion on it. And there was a really bad botch in this match uh, where Aleister Black was supposed to hit the Black Mass while he, um, while Lars Sullivan was turned around with his uh, back towards him, and he completely missed, and they basically sold it, and it looked awful. Luckily, the crowd didn't turn, and Aleister Black was able to recover this match and definitely saved it. Could have been a lot worse, though, so good move there. Um, I'm interested to see who Aleister Black faces next. Could he be facing... And Adam Cole, could he be facing the Velveteen Dream? Could he face Ricochet? There's a lot of people who could step up and become the next challenger for at the next NXT TakeOver show. So it'll be interesting to see who steps up to the plate to challenge Aleister Black next. And we are probably going to move on here towards the main event match for the Chicago Street Fight next. And guys, the grade for the NXT title match, I teetered back and forth with it between a C plus and a C, and I have decided that I'm going to give it a C plus. Uh, I know that one botch doesn't kill an entire match. That one was a pretty big one, but overall, I don't think it'll affect anyone's enjoyment of the match because they did recover nicely after it, and it was a decent match. The main event between Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano was absolutely insane. Excellent storytelling a year from where this storyline began in Chicago. This street fight had it all. It had brawling. It had storytelling. had some psychology in it. Uh, very well done. 
I don't, I don't know what else to say for this. Um, this has been built up beautifully. And I do feel that this match... Ah, we'll get into that once we talk about it. What... Man, I'm lost for words right now for what to even say about that match. What's even happening in that match. Uh, the show literally just went off. And basically the way I did this tonight, guys, was I was uploading as the matches happen. Um, so before the match comes out, you see Johnny Gargano. He's coming out of gorilla position. And Candice LeRae shows up and basically hands him a crutch. And it looks like the crutch from last time to use as a weapon. And she tells him to kick Tommaso Ciampa's ass. And the Chicago street fight, amazing, guys. The beatdowns, there were so many great spots with the steel steps. There were handcuffs, uh, stop signs. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Crutches. Two sets of crutches, knee braces, your bodies were used as weapons, tables, chairs, garbage can lids, like, there was everything used. There were even bolt cutters used to cut around the ring. The mat was actually taken up and exposed, and they actually used the wood that's underneath um, to support the ring structure, underneath where the mat was. And that plays a big part into the ending of this match. And basically, Gargano winds up beating the hell out of Ciampa. Um, they go back up to the top of the stage for the ending. And this is basically how it starts. Ciampa takes him back up to the top of the stage where it all began. Where he turned on Johnny Gargano. And he winds up trying to put him through a bunch of tables like he did last time. And what wound up happening, he ended up getting reversed. And Johnny Gargano then put him through the tables. And they're trying to stretch out Chiapa, and Gargano's not having any of it. And they get a great visual of Johnny Gargano grabbing the stretcher and walking him all the way back down to the ring. And as he puts him back into the ring, he's still beating on him. And... The officials are trying to take him off, stop him. No ref can see that Ciampa's tapped out. He is then handcuffed and put in the Gargano escape. Nothing anyone can do. No one can see him tap out. More officials come in, try and break it up. Gargano's fighting him off. He winds up going to the outside to try and uh, run away from them. As he's getting back up, Ciampa gets up and DDTs him while handcuffed onto the exposed ring area that I talked about before. And he actually pinched Johnny Gargano for the one, two, three. My prediction was right. Tommaso Ciampa did pick up the victory. Um, they do point out that Ciampa tapped out earlier in the match. They go to replays, and Gargano's knocked out in the ring. And the show closes with Tommaso Ciampa giving his final wave to Johnny Gargano once again. And maybe he is someone who could challenge for the NXT Championship after this. This show has endless possibilities. Uh, the grade I gave this match was an A. They did what they were supposed to do. They told an excellent story, and this is exactly what I want. These are the matches that I want to see to make those grades hard to get. And NXT delivered with this match. Alright guys, overall for this show, 
Um, decent crowd. There were some matches that could have been a little bit better, but overall, I think it was a good show. Really can't complain too much about it. Uh, from the grades I gave, it looked like we had a B minus, a B. We had a C plus and a C and an A. When I think about it, is this one of the better takeover shows? No, I think it's in the middle, run of the mill in the middle. But this show definitely deserves a B. It is something that you could go back and rewatch again if you're trying to watch the feud between Gargano and Ciampa. I think it's going to tell a great story. And it was definitely good. And I want to hear what you guys think about the show, wherever you're listening on this at, whether it's Wrestling Aminu, uh, the Facebook group page, wherever. And all that stuff's going to be in the description. Same with the grades. I want to hear from you guys, though, and tell me what you think of the show. Well, guys, thank you for listening to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. And I greatly appreciate you guys listening to the show, staying up late to check it out. I should be back tomorrow night on my YouTube channel with a Money in the Bank review. And we'll see how that show turns out. They have high expectations to live up to though if they're going to go against NXT TakeOver Chicago 2 it'll be interesting to see what happens but once again I thank you guys for listening to the show and we are out peace